Hey, thanks for pushing play and inviting me to hang out with you for part of your day. Welcome to the Stronger Together podcast. I'm Risa Ganell, licensed clinical marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife, mom, or Ema, as my daughter calls me, and stepmom. With 25 years of experience as a couples therapist, five marathons under my belt so far, and a passion for helping relationships thrive. Let's all get stronger together physically, emotionally, and in our most important relationships. Let's get to it. Hey, good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Thank you again so much for joining me. And I got to check in with you. Did you get your workout in today? Did you go for a walk out in the beautiful sunshine? It's February and here in Maryland, it's been 60 and 70 degrees the last couple days. Kind of strange, but it's perfect for getting out and getting some exercise. And if you listened to my previous podcast, episode nine, all about how exercise is really has just has a huge impact on reducing anxiety and depression. I hope you took that to heart and I hope that you are getting your workouts in whatever kind of exercise it is that you enjoy. This morning, I did my weightlifting workout. And I have to say it really did clear my head because I kind of woke up on the wrong side of the bed and was a little bit grumpy and taking things in a really negative way. And after my workout, I felt totally different. It really changed my mood and I'm so grateful that I got it in. So get your exercise in too. And if you need help with that, just let me know, message me. Today's episode is really about Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And whether you love Valentine's Day or hate it, or are kind of ambivalent about it, or maybe you're even mad (laughs) at all of the hype each year. The fact is Valentine's Day does give us the opportunity to take a moment to acknowledge and appreciate the love that's in our life, the people we love, and the act of showing love to others. Valentine's Day doesn't have to be reserved for only romantic love either. You know, there's been so much angst and divisiveness in our culture lately And we need a lot more connection and love. And Valentine's Day is the perfect day to just take the opportunity to slow down a bit and think about those you love. So I encourage you to to use Valentine's Day to express love to your friends, to your neighbors, to your colleagues, your siblings, your children, Anyone that you come in contact that you genuinely feel a connection and sense of love towards. But I also have some specific tips for you for us to talk about today for enjoying Valentine's Day so that it's not filled with stress and dashed expectations or disappointment. And the very first thing that I have to recommend that you do when it comes to Valentine's Day is to talk about it. Talk about what your ideas are, what your concerns are, and what your fears are, or what your fears may be around Valentine's Day. You know, lots of people have had disappointing 
experiences with Valentine's Day, maybe with relationships in the past, or maybe in your current relationship. And the biggest way to make things worse is to avoid it and not talk about it. And so the days tick by and get closer and closer. And you're thinking, oh, is he planning anything? Is she planning anything? What are we going to do? I wonder what's going to happen. I kind of want this to happen, but I'm afraid to bring it up. And the pressure can really mount. And so it's something really simple and maybe really obvious, but not always easy. And that is to talk about it. Find a quiet moment to say, hey, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner and I'd really like us to be able to enjoy it this year. So let's sit down and just talk about what ideas you have, what ideas I have, what I'm hoping for, what you're hoping for. Let's make sure that we can share our expectations and our hopes and see what we can come up with that both of us would be happy with and enjoy. And tip number two is ask for what it is that you want. And that can be so hard to do, right? Because so many of us are taught not to ask for what it is that we want because it can seem presumptuous or it can seem greedy or whatever other negative term you might want to put to asking for what you want. So asking for what you want can first of all, help you get what you want. And also, it's just really good practice for having clear communication with your partner or with your spouse. But the important thing about asking for what you want is doing it in a way that really makes it a request and not a veiled statement of blame or criticism. Because far too often, the message that we send when we're asking for what we want is you didn't get it right the last time. And so you better do it right this time. And that undermines what it is you're trying to accomplish. So I'm going to give you an example, because sometimes it really is hard to do this if you're not used to doing it. When my husband and I first met and were dating and the years went by and celebrations took place, like birthdays especially, he would ask me for my wish list, like the wish list of what it is that I wanted. And I felt so uncomfortable with that because I was so used to the opposite, which was not being asked and people or family members coming up with what they thought I wanted, but from an indirect way, right? From observing or listening to things that I had said in the past or just from knowing me and the things that I like. And there certainly was nothing wrong with that. I just wasn't used to this new way of being asked to tell Ofer what it is that I want. And it was something I had to really get used to. And now I'm really used to it and I kind of like it. No, not just kind of like it. I do like it because I know that I am going to receive things that are special to me because I've clearly communicated what it is that I want. So it's really helpful. And so I encourage you this Valentine's Day to use that as a tool to ask specifically for what it is that you'd like. You know, hon, last year, we went out to a restaurant and it was really kind of crowded and busy. And so it wasn't as pleasant. So I'd rather not do that this year. This year, could we make a romantic dinner at home and watch a romantic movie? 
Or could we go for a hike during the day instead? Making it clear what it is has worked before, what hasn't worked before, and therefore what you'd like and what you'd like to do differently. Tip number three, be flexible. You know, this year, Valentine's Day falls on a Tuesday evening, and that's not often convenient for celebrating. So be flexible. Celebrate on Saturday before, Sunday before, or the Saturday or Sunday after. Fit it into your schedule and make it such that it's still a wonderful celebration of your love for each other, but it doesn't have to fall exactly on Valentine's Day if that doesn't work for you. So that's just one example of a way to be flexible and still acknowledge the holiday, acknowledge the specialness of, or acknowledge the intention of the day, because that's what matters. And tip number four is to keep it simple. Valentine's Day doesn't have to be some elaborate celebration. You may see on Facebook your friends doing some elaborate events, and it can often make you feel jealous or inadequate or like you have to keep up with the Joneses, and that's really counterproductive. Keep it simple. Remember that it's about expressing love and appreciation for those that you love in your life and find simple ways to do it. Those are often the most meaningful and the most remembered. And the last tip I have for you today is to connect to gratitude. Take the time, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and reflect on all of the loving moments that you've experienced over this past year with those that you love with your spouse, with your siblings, with your parents, with your children, with your friends and co-workers. And just take a moment to really take that in, which will help get your mind set in a place that acknowledges the holiday without giving in to all the hype and all the commercialism of it. Valentine's Day can be a really special day. It all depends on communicating about it, and really taking the time to connect with one another so that you set the expectations and can truly just enjoy the day. Have a wonderful Valentine's Day and let me know what it is that you do. You can message me through my website. If you go to togethercouplescounseling.com slash podcast, you can leave a voice message on there. It's very simple to do. I'd love to hear what it is you plan to do for your Valentine's Day. And You can also leave me a message there about what you'd like to hear me talk about on the next podcast episode. And who knows, maybe your topic could be chosen as the next topic. So I'd love to hear from you. So part of getting stronger together is when I get input from you. Please subscribe to this podcast. Take a few minutes to write a review on iTunes. I really appreciate it. The Stronger Together podcast is brought to you by TogetherCouplesCounseling.com, where we help couples communicate better, trust more, and argue less. Please visit our website for more information on this podcast, our in-person couples therapy services, and online fitness coaching for couples and individuals. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to hearing from you.